Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Mikey Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 33, the second part of the Jeffrey Charles episodes. Uh, this one here, we get more into the um, into the English teacher heavy side of um, of the episode. We go through some um, some idioms and their meanings, definitions, and origins. So uh, we give our give our uh, take on each one of those. It's uh, it was a good fun episode. We uh, do all the usual tangents as well. And uh, you'll notice the video um, stops recording about halfway through. So if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, it's just a cover image after that with the audio. And for anyone listening on the audio platforms like iTunes, um, Spotify, Podbean, um, you'll notice that uh, nothing changes. So keep watching as you were, I guess. As far as dates, we've got the basement coming up on Wednesday the 20th. So not long now, starting at 8 o'clock, doors from 730 Head on down to that one. Still already got a uh, a solid lineup of uh, comedians and attention for audience. Uh, and then the following day on uh, Thursday the 21st, Jeff's got Fundamentals at Smith's Alternative in the city. Check out social media f- for links for tickets and all that sort of stuff with uh, with Fundamentals at Smith's on the 21st. Thanks everyone for listening and uh, if you're on YouTube, thanks for watching as well as uh, thank you for watching the other content that I've got out on YouTube as well as my um, my gaming stuff that I've started and uh, other um, videos that I've been putting up. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Here's myself and Jeffrey Charles. All right, get into our idioms, man. I'll kick yeah. off with the with the first one. Mm-hmm. So, um, cat got your tongue. Okay, so my understanding of this is that, like, I always thought it had to do with furballs. So, like, because with the cat, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, obviously, if 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 you can't speak, then yeah, that's what I always thought. So i I used to think that it was like a um, like it, it had something to do with like a. Um, like a, a literally like a cat attacking somebody or oh, some right. shit like okay. that, right? Like, like, like as like in it's like maimed your tongue. yeah, it's maimed your tongue. Like <laughs> so some poor baby's like, I can't talk because yeah. the, the cat like yeah, scratched like my tongue. tongue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like I licked its coat and it bit me, sort of thing. Um, <laughs> it's a very strange man. <laughs> it's I, I have like you. I like get, it. Once we I get like through it. to through to ten, people have a fucking weird insight into my mind. Yeah, it's um, our own version of Mindhunter here right now. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, so uh, do you want me to read the origin? Um, or? So, no, okay, the, so I'll, I'll go through the origin. Uh-huh. So, it's, um, so uh, said to someone who remains silent when they're expected to speak. Yep. Standard. Origin. So there's two stories as to how this saying came to being. Mm-hmm. The first one says that it could have come from the Cat of Nine Tails. Oh, uh, yeah. That which was sense. used by the English Navy for flogging and often leave vi- victims speechless. Fucking brutal. Yeah. Um, the other one... Even worse. Um, so the second one may have come from ancient Egypt, where liars' tongues were cut out as punishment and fed to cats. Wow, they're fucking brutal, right? Yeah. It's this is going to be the um, 
the insight into shit that we use regularly. It's crazy, isn't it? How it's crazy how language just is it is watered down over time. It's just like, like utterly heinous, like so messed up. It's crazy. Yeah, it's but the thing is, I I have these like visuals that are like um, behind some sayings, and I can't explain them. I'll just be like, oh, this is like that's where someone got their tongue bit by a cat. Like you watch me trying to explain that shit. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. It's but, strange. But at the same time, it's like the actual origin from that is pretty fucking fucked up too. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. The next one we've got, uh, give the cold shoulder. So do you want what I think it... Yeah. Okay. What, what did I you think ever it, okay. have a, a all reason? Right, so, yeah. so give the cold shoulder is obviously like not being welcoming to someone or like ostracizing someone, like shutting them out. Yeah. I always thought... Yeah. I always thought this came from like British society of like where... Uh, if you don't like, if you if you misspeak and you say something that's wrong, like they'll just do the whole like just turn away from you. Yeah. So I thought it was more literally like just a like someone someone has look, watched someone do that kind of like it. Yep. like oh really yes that's interesting or you know oh I, I actually I really like this and then the person just turns away and they go yep. oh that's the cold shoulder. That's so that's similar to what I thought. Yeah. Um, I thought literally it was like a physical description mm. of turning your shoulder, meaning it was cold as in like personality that was like there was no like reaction to yeah, what was distant. being said yeah. but i'll get you to read the actual uh so you've got the meaning there which okay. is obvious like we've yep i'll go i'll go the meaning yep, so yep. reject or deliberately unfriendly to so yep. or, to, or sorry reject or be deliberately unfriendly to now you're going to see my bad reading as an oh, English dude, teacher no, no, no. that's fine see okay uh, this saying that is currently considered to describe someone rude was actually considered an act of politeness during medieval times in england uh, after everyone was done fasting, also, oh, it's because, <laughs> sorry, feasting. Yeah, yeah. That's because I, I do intermittent fasting, everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll read that sentence again. During medieval times in England, after everyone was done feasting, yep. the host would give his guests a cold piece of meat from the shoulder of beef or pork as a way of showing that it was time for everyone to leave. Yeah, so it's weird. Some of these you'll see have like pretty interesting origins and uh some of them are completely different to what you would think yeah like it was actually as i mentioned um it was uh the opposite yeah of um yeah, it's like, like a it's... sign of politeness yeah yeah that's crazy but yeah i get it, it kind of is let's be honest it's a little bit fucking um dismissive as well because it was a way of showing people that it was time to leave like imagine <laughs> that's just, like the old flicking the lights yeah, yeah 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 it's like just imagine walking up to somebody and just being like, um, I hope you enjoyed the feast tonight. Um, here's your piece of shoulder. And they were <laughs> like, oh, I get it. It's time to leave. Like, yeah. you can tell at some point why somebody... Like, if, if you do it, it depends on your personality. If you walk up there and you're just like, hey, guys, thanks for coming out. Look, before you head off, don't forget to go grab some of the cold shoulder. Yeah. But if you just walk up to them with it on a plate and go like, oh, like it's time to leave. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, people are just going to be like, "Holy shit!" This, this, at some point, someone was given a bad impression. That's probably why it's become a bad term. I had a relative who literally would tell us, "All right, yeah, you're done." Like they just, yeah, yeah. It was like running the light. Like they would just go, "Okay, all right, we're done here. You, you need to go." Like they yeah. were very, they were very blunt. They were actually, they well, they weren't from England. They're their parents were but they were just very blunt they'd just be like and they were nice people don't get me wrong yeah. but they'd just be like oh, okay that's it and we'd just be like alright then <laughs> dude the <laughs> amount of fucking times that I wish I could just have that sort of like personality and get away with it like oh, dude the amount yeah. of times that I don't it's not that I don't like people. It's just that... <laughs> tell, tell me what you're thinking. Oh, Imagine I mean, you're on the couch right now, okay? Well, look, the thing is, uh, 
Jeff. <laughs> okay, uh, so it's, it, am I going to get a piece of meat now? And am I, yeah, am I yeah, no, no. So the the thing is, sometimes, um, although I'm like a fairly um, social person, mm. I love just sitting at home and like watching TV. So yeah. like whenever I'm hanging out with someone, they should just know that I'm choosing this over, hang, over watching TV. It's a big sacrifice. It's a fucking like... I can understand why people are just so blunt with it because there's sometimes... You ever been in an awkward situation where you're just like, fuck, dude, I just want to, like, get out of this and if I there's no other way to oh, do it yeah. than to just say it? Yeah. I feel like that's where that kind of personality yeah. originates. It's like someone was once just sick of beating around the bush, so now they're just constantly that kind of person so that they can oh. just always speak their mind. A friend of mine, like, because I'm a bit older, than, I'm about 10 years older than you, Marky, and, like, uh, you know, a friend of mine who's about my age made a really, really salient point, which was that I'm not going to waste time that I don't, like, uh, sorry, that's terribly phrased. I'm not going to waste the, the rare spare time that I have. Because this person's also a parent and, you know, super busy. Not to say that people with our kids aren't busy, but, yeah, like, when you do become a parent, you're like, oh, my God, like, how did I waste all this time before that? Before, yeah. But, yeah, but literally I was like, let's go and do this. And they were really brutal to me, but I, they were like, I'm sorry, but I, I've only got precious time. I've got it. And I was like, you know what? I respect that. And, and that's something I've learned more recently. Up until about 25, I used to just go to everything when yeah. someone asked me. And, dude, I haven't got kids, but... Um, I get to be in the same age group of people that do mm. now. Like I'm getting yeah. to the age where yeah, my yeah. friends are having kids and stuff. And um, I can kind of understand why where the time frame comes from. Oh, yeah. Like all of a sudden I've got all this spare time because I'm not spending it with people that have now got kids. Yeah. And um, I'm just sitting there going like, fuck, dude, like. Look how much extra time I have compared to others. Mm. And, um, yeah, I choose to fuck around doing podcasts and shit. So. Yeah, well, you and me both. So. Yeah, well, I do it and I got kids. Dude, legend. <laughs> That's why I'm happy that we're able to have some time here. And we've run, we've run a little longer. Oh, I'm sorry. Going, but, yeah. but I'm glad that um, yeah. we could get th- get all this all this done. Because you haven't been on the podcast since the first time. Um, that was, episode, it was like a episode three, wasn't three, it? And it was yep. a joint episode with Bradley Bishop. So. I, I felt so sorry about that. Like, no, it was good. No, not sorry for doing it. I just turned up and yes. I was just like, oh, hey, when does like the mic daylight start? Savings. It was daylight yeah. savings. And I was like, when does the mic start? And Marky's like, oh, I'm doing a podcast. And I was like, I'll just piss off then and I'll just yeah. sit in the car. You very kindly said, nah, like hop in. Jump in on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, good. No, it ended up being a good episode. It was but, fun, um, yeah. But yeah, well, we, we don't know how good it may have been without you, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Let's leave that metric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, the next one we've got is uh, bury the hatchet. Okay, so that's obviously to like um, end a dispute with somebody. Yeah. To like, you know, or to bring it to a head or whatever and like move on. Uh, I reckon it's got like, okay, I- I'm I'm not going well with the strike rate here of getting, um, you know, the etymology of these things. Uh, I think it was literally something, again, I'm going to go medieval and I'm going to say it's like literally burying a hatchet. Yeah. Like like some, some weird ritual where you would like get a hatchet and just dig it up and, and bury it. I just can't, I don't understand what it would be. So. Yeah, that that's pretty solid. I actually... The, uh, given the origin of the the first one, I, mm. I went medieval on this as well, but I went like medieval as in like like war times, right? Oh, okay, okay. So I actually thought that like um, kind of like how in the um, the um, 
uh, I guess you could say like the country western sort of movie style mm-hmm. with this the like spaghetti the, western kind the, of yeah thing. like yeah. the standoff like yeah the, sh- the yeah, show, high yeah. noon kind yeah, of thing yeah. yeah yeah i thought there would literally be like if two people are having problems like having a beef mm. um then they would literally be both given a hatchet and say all right hatch it out between you two. Oh shit wow so yeah. it was That's like a, <laughs> bury the hatchet right or he's like okay i'm gonna go with a second one am i allowed another one go go on, go okay ahead. um it could again. Okay, I'm I'm getting very literal with this, even for an English teacher, which is weird. But it could just be like watching someone bury a hatchet into someone, like as you said, like in yeah. the battlefield. So yeah. that's just, it's just a straight up metaphor of like you know you you do it, you kill the issue, you move on. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's your that's your second one. I'll read the uh, meaning and origin uh, from this. So the meaning is um, end a quarrel or conflict and become friendly. That's pretty. Un- that we yeah. had the meaning. Yeah, we're on the mark. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, you're also on the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. Um, so <laughs> on the mark and yeah, on the mark uh, and the marky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, back to radio. Uh, so <laughs> for those of you just joining us, uh, welcome to your drive home. <laughs> yes. yes. Anyway, the time is now four thirty. Anyway, so um, <laughs> the, so the origin is um, very uh during ne- during negotiations between um, Puritans. There we go, and Native Americans. Native Americans, men would bury all of their weapons, making them inaccessible. Yeah, I think we're pretty yeah. pretty close. Yeah, thanks for the help on that one. No, T- tell me, tell me the meaning of that word, Puritans. Puritans. Again, I don't. I'm no expert on um uh, on. Uh, like, I've never felt dumber. Like okay. I literally, <laughs> dude. I literally just leaned in a little bit. Like I leaned in. Like, no, I was there. Like, but dude, I'm a teacher. Like there. So. Um, okay, so my understanding of the Puritans were that they were like they were Christian, but they were quite like hardcore, like like kind of like the equivalent hardcore, like evangelical kind of Christians. Right. And a lot of those, so the, there were the Puritans and the Quakers, and they a lot of them left Europe because like the the mainstream churches, like Protestant and Cat, like Church of England and Catholic or Anglican, we call it here in Australia now. Um, they were basically like, we don't like you. You guys are psychos. You know, like we don't agree with your views or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so they became ostracized. Um, oh, and the um, oh, uh, the not the Mormons that because that was born in America. That was um, who am I thinking of? The Amish. Yeah. With they all left Europe and they went to America. Yeah. And they basically started up, you know, their own sort of thing. So I'm thinking the Puritans are like that. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm good with 20th century American history. Uh, yeah, like colonial American history. Yeah, I'm not as as good, but yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah, dude, like. Yeah. So, like, I printed this shit out. I I got it all. I copied it from the internet. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. We should do a follow-up pod on this. Like, you should literally just pull some stuff out. We should just talk about it. This is great. <laughs> I, might get, I might get used to having to do research. Dude, the only research I've ever done for a joke is I was doing a bit about Terminator 1 and... Great movie. I, and yeah, yeah. Um and I actually Googled what year it came out so I could nineteen eighty five, was it? Uh no, eighty four. Oh. So I um Oh, thanks for playing today, Jeff. Yeah, We're looking for nineteen eighty four there, unfortunately. <laughs> well, thanks, you still guys. get to keep the compl- consolation prize. See, I said complication prize. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if that was it's exactly what oh, I fucking geez, said. Falling before. Apart. Yeah. Um Okay, so here's okay. another one which I hear right. regularly in, in comedy. Yep. Um, meaning, um, well, without going into the meaning just yet, but it's when 
I've used it in comedy when someone's about mm. to go on stage, yeah. right? And the, and the idiom is break a leg. Right. Uh, Means good luck. Meaning good luck. Mm-hmm. And what would uh, what would you say the origin, <sighs> um, if you were to make one up? Well, of- it comes from the theatre, I think, So because uh, you hear it, obviously, in the theatre as well. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it might go back to some performance, some actual performance where someone literally broke their leg. Mm-hmm. Again, literal, I'm going. And, um, and it... It went well, like yeah. yeah. So that's like become a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like and, and there's weird things like that. Like in theatre, they don't call Macbeth Macbeth. They call it the Scottish play. Right. So it's bad luck to say to call name. it Macbeth. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think. What do you think? Um, I'd have to go with that one. It was like in my mind, it was something similar. Like it was like someone someone once upon a time broke their leg, but I was thinking that it was actually. This is my insight into this. Mm. I thought that the maybe there was a role once upon a time where someone had to act as if they broke their leg mm. in a performance, okay. and in doing so, they actually broke their leg. <laughs> and they were like, that's the best fucking yeah. performance Method ever. Acting. You did such a great job. You even limped off stage and everything. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, no, I actually broke my leg. So they were like, holy shit, Like that's the new thing that we say to people. <laughs> That's like a better version of me going to Canberra Hospital after, yeah, yeah, after yeah. closing Smiths. Yeah, yeah. So in <laughs> Ca- like, in, yeah, in yeah. Canberra, we actually say dislocate a shoulder. Dislocate. <laughs> hey, I'm 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 up for it. I'm up for it. Let's do it. Okay, do you want me to read the origin? Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. It is believed that the phrase dates to World War One Germany and a saying used by German actors Hals und uh, Beinbruck which translates to a broken neck and a broken leg. Besides that, it still doesn't make sense why you would wish someone to break a leg. Uh, well, as it turns out, popular folklore down through the ages encourages people to wish others bad luck since it was believed that wishing someone good luck would tempt evil spirits. So, you guessed it, people have uh, started wishing each other to break a leg in order to, to uh, actually not break one. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, that that's a... Don't worry, people. That's nearly one of the most wordy origins we've got. <laughs> and I uh, had a little German in there, so that's why I uh, somehow managed to plan it so that Jeff read that one. Uh, no um, but, yeah. I, I did Year 11 German, as it turns out. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it's at a Year 11 state. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's way below that. <laughs> oh, it's, I, I remember we had exchange students come to our school, um, and they were Japanese exchange students. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the kids at school was uh, from a Japanese family. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like able. So he was able to speak Japanese to the exchange students. Yeah, he also became a bit of a translator. Cool. It got to the point where he was like telling people how to like say certain things if you wanted to talk to the Japanese students. But obviously, in high school, this turned into him telling them to say shit, which they thought meant something, which actually meant something else. And uh, for our one of our um, like final pieces of work for Japanese, we had to actually introduce ourselves to the students and then tell them something about us. Mm-hmm. And um, I obviously didn't listen in class. I didn't make it, pay attention or anything. So basically, in lunchtime before that class, I said to this guy, "All right, I got to do this thing. What do I say?" And he goes, "And and anyone that knows Japanese <laughs> is going to go like you just said this with the biggest fucking accent, which yeah. is so bad, but." He says, oh, just go up to them and say, um, Watashi wa Worthington Mark Des. Okay. Um, onu to mone gaski desu. Gaski desu. Yep. 
And I'm like, oh, that sounds good enough. I'm like, what, what's it mean? And he goes, oh, it just says, you know, that you were, because I used to play in, play golf and I was in the chess team. Oh, right. And he was just like, um, it just says that I play golf and chess. And I'm like, cool, that's enough to pass my <laughs> fuck, yeah. fucking um, exam. And uh, so I go there and I say it and all these like Japanese students do the anime laugh. Like they put their hand over their mouth and start laughing and they look at the teacher and he looks back at me and just says, just take a seat, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Now, over the years, I may have forgotten exactly what I said. And my example I just gave then may not have been spot on. But basically what I said was, hi, my name is Mark Worthington. And I like women and breasts. Oh no! <laughs> so you got you, you got cancelled in the middle. of the <laughs> I got cancelled in year nine. Yeah. So oh, I've been dear. I've been on the shaky I've been on shaky grounds ever since. Oh, but dear. um, dude had a laugh about it. We all had a laugh about it. And at the end of the day, it was just like a like a thing. And the funny thing was, he actually was trying to put a fun fact in there for me. <laughs> Um, by saying that I like chess, but he meant like breasts. Oh, no. So like he he actually translated it wrong. So he stitched himself up a oh, little bit. Jesus, that's. Uh, um, should we do the next one? Yeah, yeah. Let's Sorry, put it. <laughs> Fuck. You're just like holy shit, dude. <laughs> Came here to cancel you, not me. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so the next one is um, bite the bullet. Okay, so bite the bullet. Uh, in again, it means to like address an issue. So like, if you're, um, you know, yeah, like you, like you've got to go and talk. Like if you're a manager and you have to like talk to your employee of like, hey, Jeff, you're not doing your job, then you're biting the bullet by addressing the problem. Yeah, yeah, like you know, coming to turn, like having to do something. Did I? Yeah. So obviously, the the meaning I I use that regularly myself mm, as well. Yeah, I chose sayings that I say. Um, okay. Not all of them. Oh, but, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know and have used these before, um, but to me, it was the same thing. But mm. uh, where do you think the origin came from? Uh, I'm going to go. It's a pre-war thing where uh, I'm going to say and uh, that the soldiers would literally bite the bullets before they went and fought, so they'd pass it around and then, or like that's not. Why would you click? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Why did I make a clean noise? That makes no sense. It's like no one eats like that. Um, so anyway, yeah. Well, I can't, I, uh, chomp, okay? Yeah, like, yeah you know, I get Chomp it. on the book. It's yeah. just funny to click. Like it was like a... <laughs> just a weird, like a good luck just... click. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's actually, speaking of which, um, that's the origin that I made up for that saying in my own mind. Mm. Was like, you know how people will like... Um, like blow on the dice before yeah, they roll it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I actually thought that it was a way of good luck. Like they mm. would bite the bullet before putting it into the magazine to to be like this is uh, the lucky uh, bullet. So yeah. it was it was like uh, in my mind, I was like this is a a thing that people would bo- do when they didn't want to do something. They were yeah, like, oh, right. I don't want to be in this war. Yep. But I have to just do it, so I may as well just bite my bullet for good luck, throw it in the magazine, and away we bloody go. Yeah. Um, now, the origin. Oh, so the, the definition of it, like the meaning, um, decide to do something difficult or unpleasant that um, one has been putting off or hesitating over. See, I can read it, but my punctuation is fucked. Like, I was mm-hmm. just like putting off or hesitating <laughs> over. 
Yeah. Whereas biting the bullet. You, you did the thing where you read ahead, seen the question mark, and then remembered to inflect on the last word before the Oh, question. yeah. But yeah. I, yeah, I, I do that a lot. I guess, yeah. English teaching, I do it a lot. I, yeah, I so. still read Goosebumps books to, like, strengthen my reads. <laughs> hey, R.L. Stein, man. He's, you know, he's OG. He's the legit. And also the... um. Like, side quick story, the artist that did the artwork on the mm. front, Tim Jacobs, actually um, signed a copy of his autobiography for me. Oh, um, cool. Just by email. Like, I didn't meet him. Yeah. But um, it, was, it came out in the 90s, and there wasn't many copies available in Australia. So, I messaged him and said, do you have any? And he was like, I don't have any. I don't even have my own personal copies anymore. Wow. It came out so long ago. Um. Because authors are given, like, a certain amount of copies mm. for themselves. He's like, I haven't even got any of those left. Sort yeah, of thing. wow. Uh, he said, just try eBay or Amazon. Basically, just gave me a couple of places where he's seen them before and left it at that. Now, I looked on Amazon and I only found a few and they only were shipping within the US. Okay. So, like, a Hail Mary play, I emailed, our, I emailed um, Tim Jacobs and said, look, would you be able to do me a favor if I was to... Um, purchase it from amazon have it shipped to you could you sign it and post it to australia like just the last ditch effort yeah ditched effort i don't know what the actual ditch thing effort is. yeah there yeah. you go singular yeah yeah it's like people that say escape coat or escape goat <laughs> um <laughs> so he was like yeah absolutely I- i'm happy with that um I said, send me your PayPal details. I'll cover the post. What a good guy. And he did, man. And I, I bought it, sent it to him. He signed it and posted it to me. And I paid for the, the wow. co- cover the thing. And yeah, he was all cool with that. So, hey, the actual fucking dude signed his own thing. And I did a little bit of a story with him. Yeah, man. But then um, he actually... Um, so I to to communicate with him. I didn't email him actually. I messaged him on his Facebook page. Um, he then f- friend requested me. Oh wow! And now like his personal page and I am mates. What a legend! And uh, like I thought that would be the end of that transaction. Every now and then he'll like a photo of me or comment on something and like just still sort of have a little bit of back and forth. I'm like fuck, that's cool. What a great man. guy! Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? Be be good to your fans. You know, mm. like be nice to your fans. Yeah, yeah. That was like oh, a, a quick aside. Um, uh, my brother-in-law, he was in the because he works in the music industry, and he was um uh, working for like it's an Asian rap label, Eighty Eight Rising. Okay, they're, they're huge, like they're massive. Yeah, yeah. He was in New York, and then COVID happened, had and he had to come back. Um, and he's back in Sydney now. So and um. So he's stuck in. He's stuck in. Sydney yeah, again. he's just basically he, just COVID hotspots. That's yeah, his yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Lovely guy, like really oh, smart as well. Yeah. But um, and uh, and he had to do the fourteen day quarantine, yeah. like in a hotel in Sydney or whatever. Fuck. And then my my sister in law reached out to um the one of the guys from Regurgitator, yeah, who were like you know my brother in law's one of favorite one of his favorite bands yeah, back I've in the seen day. Seen him play at the basement. Yeah, man, they're awesome. Yeah. And um and then he like he said yeah I'll I'll, I'll give him a shout out while he's in um. And he didn't. He doesn't know us or anything like yeah, that. I'm yeah. like, what a legend, you know? Like we all did shout outs for for Derek, my brother-in-law, and yeah, like and then like you know, what a legend. Like yeah, I, it's, I, a, it's so cool. Like I've met a lot of um, fairly decent, like decent, well-known um, musicians over the years mm. from working at, at the bar, and um, all the big ones are super cool and humble. Mm. Like 
the only time I've ever had really any like douchebaggy kind of people are people that aren't big. Yeah, like, exactly. If you've made it in that industry, in my experience, everybody who's been in that like upper yep. tier has been very personal and personable. And actually, I met the singer from a band called Cradle of Filth. Oh yeah, I know Cradle. Um, yeah. Is it Danny? Danny, Danny, Danny yeah, Filth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I wanted to go get something signed after the gig, and it was. Um, I, I just wanted a photo after the gig. I didn't want anything signed. And my buddy, who um, was there for the gig, was like, hey, if you're going to go get a photo, because he wasn't doing meet and greets, but because I worked there, I was like, maybe I could do like a just duck into the green room and be like, hey, do you want like mm. any drinks or anything? You know, everything all good. By the way, can I get a photo? <laughs> like one of those things. Yeah. Um, and I go in there, and he, I'm just like, uh, I was so nervous, I nearly mm. called him Mr. Filth. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so good. I just, I, 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 I Mr. Filth. Yeah, oh, like, that's so sweet. I, like, in my mind, I was just like, excuse me, Mr. Filth. Like, I was, I was rehearsing the lines before oh. I went in there. And luckily, just before I said it, I, I, I went, oh, don't call him Mr. Filth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Marky, that is the sweetest thing of all time. So I, I go in there and I'm like, oh, excuse me, Danny, um, is everything, um, is everything all good? Do you want any drinks or anything? He goes, no, no, I'm fine actually. It's all good, thanks. And I'm like, cool, no worries. Hey, um, man, do you mind if I get a photo with you, man? I'm a big fan of. I've been listening to you for years. He goes, sure, no worries. Oh, so yeah. we get we get this photo right, and uh, I'm like, look, one other thing, I've. I've I've got something that I'd like to get signed for my friend. He's um, he's here tonight. And he goes, oh, yeah, sure. What, what is it? I'm like, look, he hasn't got anything to be signed. Um, so I've got this uh, Pokemon card. I was wondering that he had in his wallet. I was wondering if you'd like to sign that. He goes, sure, yeah. What's his name? And I was like... Marky. His name's Mr. Phil. I'm like, look, uh, his name's Ben. And the funny thing is, I didn't realise that the Australian accent is so difficult for people that don't yeah, come from yeah. Australia. And he starts writing, dear, and he writes B E A, oh. and I'm like, like Bean. Yeah, he, he oh. goes to put the A, and then oh. he goes, he, hang on, what's his name? And I'm like, oh, it's Ben. And he just like turns the, he just turns like the, he hasn't done the like the the. He's put the A in there. Right. And he just turned the A into an N. Nice. And he's just going... Good save. He just goes... It's like an N with like a, a, a fucking A yeah. and just a line on it. And he just goes, Oh, I thought you said his name was Bean. Isn't that funny? Someone called Bean. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like... And he just goes on his own little tension. He's just like... Fuck, imagine someone called Bean. That'd be a funny name, wouldn't it? Bean. Why did I think his name was Bean? What a legend. And and then he goes, "Oh, right, chap, have a good have a good night." And like that was that was me meeting him. And I was just like, "Fuck, dude, I got this thing signed, and I also got a like a story out of yeah. it." And it's just all about being good to your fans. Yeah. Do you want to know a theory on the Australian accent, or do you want? Or yeah, go ahead. Know? I want to know. All right. So <clears throat> this is a theory. So I, this isn't like bona fide or whatever. Apparently, the reason why our accent like sounds as it does is because when the like a lot of the um you know like well actually for a long time like people basically living in like in all of the outback kind of areas they spoke with their mouths clenched so flies wouldn't get in so go like yeah good day mate how are you oh yeah good 
Yeah. Oh, tops. Yeah, it's grouse. You know, and so when you do that, you'll you'll instinct like an Aussie person will instinctively like start yeah, just kind of like talking like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like a blend of like Cockney English and Irish. Yeah, yeah. So if you kind of like you blend that, you know, it's like top of the morning to you. And yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, you what? I'm bothered and kind of like talking like this. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's actually a good good theory. It, yeah, and could look. It could be completely wrong. It's actually but. fucking also hilarious, which is why I want to believe it. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it makes I don't know. It kind of makes sense. Like when you clench your jaw, you just sound so like ocker. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, oh yeah. I I always like because I come from like the North Shore of Sydney, and so I I do have that kind of accent. But um, occasionally when I was in the US, they the people would be like, "Are you British?" You know, and like, and I'd be like, "No, no, no." But but then when I go to England, because I've got family there, and they were like, everyone would be like, "Oh, you're Australian!" Like they're straight away, you'd be like, "Yeah,", yeah they yeah. would just go boom. And I'm like, "Oh man!" It's like when I'm talking, like if if I'm drunk and I'm talking to someone with an accent, I'll start mimicking it. Yeah. Like, I, I fucking do it all the time, dude. Like, and I feel so bad that I do that because some people... Everyone I've ever met has always, like, had a laugh about it. Yeah. But the amount of times I've just gone, like, fuck, dude. Imagine imagine if I went overseas and, like, some drunk dude came up to me and started <laughs> trying to do an Australian accent. Yeah. Like, fuck. Like, yeah, I, it's funny how people, like, look at it that way. But, dude, I, when you hear an Australian in a movie... Yeah, it's pretty distinctive. Oh, big time! But I also yeah. think that some people put on. I reckon they they play it up a little bit. I heard one theory that I heard the opposite. So it was this was in um it was a, with a uh, on a podcast with a I can't remember his name, but he was an Australian director, and he said that actors will often instinctively do that. Like, yeah, g'day, mate, how are you? Mm. And he'd be like, No, no, just do your regular Australian accent, do your Sydney or Canberra accent or whatever, and that'll be fine. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, but um, again, that's one person's opinion. Like you could be right. Like, dude, I'm a, I'm just holding off for if they ever do an Australian version of Sons of Anarchy to get into dude, it. Dude, you're, you're you're ready. You could just walk straight onto the set. Dude, this is the difference, though, man. Like, Australia has a few true crime things that they could do. They could mm. do like that. But the thing is, man, because we haven't been around for that long, all that shit's still fairly fucking fresh. Like we like some of it is still an active thing. Like yeah, some I stuff so. can't really like the oh, underbelly. It's, it's it's too uh, soon. Yeah, like, like yeah. underbelly series was ba- they did one thing from the early two thousands, which was the yeah. like Melbourne stuff. Yeah, and that was after it was all said and done. Yeah, whereas right. like before that, all the se- most I think all the other series there was a few that were set like. In the early, um, it was one of the seventies, I think, fifties, seventies, like with the heroin trade and that kind of thing, and, and the it, yeah. the brothels in Kings Cross, yeah. and, and there was Squizzy, wasn't that? Like that was in like the jazz age, jazz yeah, age, 30s. yeah, yeah. Did okay. I didn't watch it? But you can yeah. tell how old it is when Squizzy was a cool name. Like if you, if you, if you fucking said <laughs> like, oh, I'm in, look out for Squizzy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a notorious gangster. <laughs> um, watch out for me. I'll fuck you up. My name is Squizzy. <laughs> They'd be like, dude, are you fucking taking the piss or what? It sounds like a kid's YouTuber. It's, yeah, like, it's like Blippy. Dude, no, like Squizzy sounds like the fucking fifth wiggle. <laughs> oh, dude. So you, you probably, do you even know who Blippy is or not? Are you unaware? It's like, oh, God, we've, yeah, I, our kids went through a Blippy phase. Just, oh, yeah, see, I'm, yeah, it's like, it's I st- I'm still watching Hey Arnold, man. Like, <laughs> Oh, that classic. Yeah, yeah. Old, old, I, old school. I get through all, I love my 90s shit, like, uh, um... I, yeah, I'm I'm a fan. I'm kind of. Tra- Did they say that a lot of parents stop um, their fashion sense stops when their first kid's born? Yeah, it's a weird fact. Yeah, but it, like the more I think about it, the more I realise that a lot of a lot of well, at least dads, a lot of the dads I know still wear '90s shit. Like, 
Yeah. Does this am I nineties or not? With this like floral get up or not? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> That's, uh, that's You're like, like, Jeff, I can loan you a shirt if you like. Yeah, dude, like, um, that's, that's, that's something else. That's, yeah, off, that's, off mic. We'll yeah, do, that's yeah, a, we'll that's, talk off mic. Um, I don't think that's related to having kids. <laughs> oh, um, God, that was good. Uh, okay, so, um, so the um, biting the bullet, biting the bullet. So um, the origin during battles where there was no time to uh, administer anesthetic uh, yep. and anesthetist. Yep. Um, while performing surgeries, because of that, patients were made to bite down on bullets to distract themselves from the pain. Yep. In the in the old like, if we go all the way back to ancient Rome, because yep. I, I remember watching this in history when I was like year seven like some, you know, Roman historical show, they would literally give you, like, the, the butt of, like, a sword yeah, or a stick yeah. and you just yeah. bite down and boom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that in, um, what was it? It was, like, um, it was like 300 or something, one of those Roman, ch- um, Spartacus, yeah, I think. Greek. Oh, yeah. Spartacus is Roman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, this is the Well, thing. but there, actually, here's fun fact. You were right because, uh, well, it's Roman, but Spartacus himself was Greek. He was from Thrace. Okay. So it was Thracian. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It's, yeah, yeah, like, that's as right as I've ever been, by default. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, like, um, the historical correctness of Spartacus is probably a little bit questionable because they, they ref- just thought that by making it, by adding a kiss on the end of everything, it made it seem more, like, historical correct, historically correct. Like, there's se- scenes in that movie where they're just like, Every word in the sentence, they add Echus on the end of it. <laughs> They're just like, um, Spartacus, get the Medicus so that we can, like, they yeah. called it the, the Medicus. Pig, yeah, Pig Latin. Yeah, yeah, like, it literally yeah. was like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fun fact, you know, Stanley Kubrick directed that movie. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. He wasn't, I don't think he was that happy about it, but yeah, so. Yeah, well. Uh, like, it's, not, it's not like any of his other films. <laughs> maybe that's why it's not as known, because he didn't promote that he that he that he directed that like if i if i'm not happy with a set that i do i don't put it on youtube oh yeah like it's no, like if, if, if what, i, if I don't, would you do that? You're like yeah. here is me bombing like, Dude, you know, that's how what funny like. is it when you hear stories of people putting their like i was lucky enough that i um i think what helps comedians a fair bit is in the beginning we're very like self-conscious of our of us doing oh, comedy yeah but, like, how funny is it when every now and then you get someone that has my level now of fucking wanting to be seen when mm. they first start? Oh. Like, like I put my shit on YouTube. I have a podcast, all that crap. Yeah, yeah. I do as much as some professional comedians do, and I've only been doing it for three years. Mm. But occasionally you'll get someone in the scene that'll do, like, two open mics, <laughs> and they've got a comedy page. They've got yeah. sets on. they got their first, second, ready to, third. Ready to go. All ready to go, all online. It's like you know, all up there and then you don't see him again for like, like after a few months, that's it. Yeah. I think it's hard. Like I think, I think cause it's also that, you know, it's like in the same thing that you're mentioning that, you know, and, and I do it to an extent as well, that you're looking at what the professionals are doing. And so, you know, you, you, you're going to mimic what they do mm. because that's, that's how you get there. And yeah, that's yeah. true. It, you know what, what um, absolutely like floors me is like when you see people who get up and they're just so good, like that Joey Richards, like she just got up and just absolutely slayed. And yeah, it's yeah. like, wow. Like, you know, and then you find out, oh, you've only been doing it for like X amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I've been doing it for years and years. So it's like, yeah. Personality plays into it a bit. Oh, just, just skill. Like, you know, you just meet some people that just, they just got it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, 
It also comes from like other professions that skills are transferable. You may not actually link them to like I've had people that like maybe a director in their company and they have to give a lot of speeches uh, yeah, and yeah. they'll come to an open mic and fucking slay. Yeah, right. But it's because they do public speaking, although it may not be comedy, they can still handle yeah. a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people that do radio, people that do yeah, TV, that sort point. of shit. Yeah. Like think people that are in that sort of field um, can sometimes transfer their shit. Now, this is one that I've used before, mm-hmm. caught red-handed. Yep. So it means you've been caught in like usually in the act of something and it's and it's very obvious that that you've been caught yeah that's what that's what i think it means yeah so i i've used that before and it's the same thing yeah that i that i think um now origin for that what do you think created that um god i would say something like you got caught stealing something for example and then they they literally like scored your hand mm. so they'd like cut the hand open and you're like you know jeff has been caught red-handed yeah, you know, yeah. stealing onions from the market yeah and, yeah yeah and then like you're like don't do it because there's a sign to yeah, show exactly because there's, yeah. there's blood coming out of his hands so that's yeah. what happens to thieves yeah i don't know yeah yeah that sounds similar to a previous one that we had about the cutting out the tongue of liars yeah. right yeah so my my thought from that was um i had this idea of when they used to cook food in open places uh-huh. on like open grills for like instead of each home having a kitchen, um, they would have like areas where the whole town would eat, like feasting halls and shit. Right. I picture a place where all this food's cooked, right? Now, if you wanted some of that food before it was cooked or before it was plated up or taken out or whatever there'd be people that would just steal it off the hot plate like uh-huh, it was hot okay. and they'd uh-huh. burn their hands and you obviously being of a time that didn't have like medical knowledge and all that sort of shit you may have like a red hand uh, from literally from the heat of the from the thing yeah or like grabbing a pot of stew or some shit right and so people would be so hungry they would just fucking grab it straight off the hot plate yep. or off the fire and not care that they got burnt, not seek medical attention, and people would realise that, okay, this dude's been stealing shit because his hands are all fucked up. Wow. So that's my oh, origin to that. Uh, actual origin. So the meaning, used yep. to indicate a person that has been discovered or uh, discovered in or just after the act of doing something wrong or illegal. Okay. We, you- both, we both had that. Yep. Now, uh, yep, you, you with the origin? Uh-huh. There was an old law stating that if someone butchered an animal that didn't belong to him, he would only only be punished if he was caught with the blood on his hands. If one was caught with meat, but his hands were clean, he would not be punished. Fucking mm. weird, right? Wow. So, like, imagine a time where people didn't wash their hands. How fucking crazy is that? Like, yeah, well, like yeah. they're just like, oh, yeah, dude, you killed an animal last week because you still got blood on your fucking hands. <laughs> Imagine yeah, just being I know, like, I know. such a like a oh. law that was written in a time where there there was no like now the loophole would be like oh well, what if he washed his hands right yeah. but they didn't even need to consider like, that into their law writing process they're like yeah well but, like he didn't well no one that kills an animal washes their hands after so it's like it's law that if you've mm. got red hands you didn't yeah. like if you're no, not no, a butcher if you can't see the blood play on if, you, if you're not a butcher and also yeah. like yeah. It's like, 
they also didn't have gloves or anything. It was just like, oh, the, like it, it's crazy. Just, you, can you imagine? Like, it's just amazing that humanity has gone as far as it has. Like, because like like little things like you get an infection. Like, wasn't it Alexander the Great died of a virus? Mm, you mm. know, like it's it, it's it's amazing that that like things can you know you get an infection and you die. Well, like, well, you know, the, it's just I referenced this in one of my bits, but basically the saying "broken heart" comes from. Um, apparently in the, when people would like court and date and like from that era, there was actually a condition where this, this guy who may have already had a weak, um, heart, Mm. um, had a girl that broke up with him and coincidentally died from a heart attack. And they were, the, the saying apparently comes from that, um, where it was like he died from a broken heart. Mm. Um, and yeah, like that, that saying, right? It also just goes to show how much more fucking passion was involved in relationships then. Like, like I mean, pre-Tinder. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but like, like, so instead yeah. of swiping right, this guy has gone and made sure that, like, everything, all the planets aligned, he could finally date this girl, and then all of a sudden, be she like, just wasn't fucking into him or like, whatever. It's destiny, we're meant to be together. Yeah, and yeah. she's to be like, actually, like, I'm not he, really that into you. He stood below um, the castle and played the lutes to get her oh, attention, and imagine yeah. all that shit, and then yeah. all of a sudden... Just... It's kind of... Dude, the, the more you look into, like those times the more you realize that if that person exists now they'd be fucking creepy like that person yeah. like if anyone put that much effort into dating someone now the person would be turned off purely based yeah, on the effort they put it's into weird it. like something that would have been seen as so romantic and cute back then would be called a red flag now yeah definitely times change yeah yeah, yeah. but um right. should we do the next one yeah so we got um raining cats and dogs so it's raining a lot yeah, so it's like big rain. Yeah, big, or big rain as we say in Australia. Big rain energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, do you want me to uh, do the um, origin? Yeah. Um, or, or do you want to do it? Well, um, I'll go ahead. So raining very hard. We already covered that. Meaning. Oh, actually, yeah. Sorry, I, I jumped a gun. Sorry. Um, uh, there's another idiom for you. Um, uh, I've got no idea about this. Like, surprisingly, like, jump the gun didn't make it onto this. Uh, um, uh, okay, I'm gonna say that like it's it it's so much rain that like the animals are going nuts in the village. That's actually a really good point. I actually thought of it as something where it was like, um, you ever heard the story about the frog eggs that got taken up by evaporation into the clouds? It was like said to no. be the reasoning behind the biblical plagues. Oh right. So they say that there Never was actually that. this river that was really a uh, creek that or pond or wherever lake mm. that was really heavily populated uh-huh. by frogs. Yep. To the point where the entire lake bed was covered in larvae like eggs. Yeah. And there's a certain process, like certain time within the the uh, incubation period of these eggs, where um, they can actually be so small that they can be like taken via evaporation. All oh, right. And what was happening was they were getting up into the atmosphere, into the clouds, and then eventually developing to the point where they were too heavy to stay in the cloud and falling out. So there was literally like half formed frogs or tadpoles falling from the sky. Wow. And that's they they I watched a documentary once where they explained every one of the of the um phenomena. The, yeah. And how it could have happened at that point in time. Mm. Never heard that. 
for some reason, I likened that to this saying. Okay. And so, like, I, I was just saying that, like, over the years, people change shit. They're like, oh, it goes from raining frogs to raining cats to raining dogs to. Mm. And you think cats like like dogs. you think linguistically, frog to dog is not a big leap. Not a in big English leap. in yeah. English, yeah, yeah. Um, or so just anything. They could have said like frog to birds to mm. something like eventually it's been mixed in translation where yeah. at some point something has fallen from the sky like ash or animals in this case mm. which has been translated through to cats and dogs yeah. because as stories go bigger they're like oh it starts off oh it was so crazy it was raining tadpoles to it was raining frogs to it was raining it was raining this thing and then eventually it's like the story as the story progresses yeah, and everyone exaggerates it yeah. they're just like it rained cats and dogs yeah it was like there was that wasn't there a thing where it rained herring somewhere, herring. Yeah, the the fish. Yeah, that. So that's a similar thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. So, All right. Um, now the um, raining cats and dogs' origin. This origin has two stories that explain its origin. The first explanation says that the origin of its phrase comes from the Norse mythology, where um, cats would symbolise heavy rains and dogs were associated with um, the god of storms, Odin. Okay. The second version says that in 16th century England, houses that had thatched roofs, which were um, one of the few places where animals were able to get warm, sometimes when it would start to rain heavily, roofs would get slippery and cats and dogs would fall off, making it look like it was raining cats and dogs. Mm. Oh, sorry, I just dropped my phone there. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. I like it. Now, blood is thicker than water. So you need to be loyal to your family rather than your friends. Yeah, and and the same as what I was thinking. Uh, the reason I thought that that happened is um, because of the um, like the um, the. Have you seen like the the blooded handshake? Yep. Or, yeah, the split I, thumb. Yep. Yeah. Oh no! So there was one where they'd cut across the hands uh, and shake okay. hands. Yeah. Um, now I thought that that would say that like even though we've shaken hands. Mm. It goes back to the the red hand thing. Yeah, you can't wash that yeah. blood off. You're melded. You're yeah, melded so like yeah. no, no matter how many times water touches your hand yep. or sweat, um, you'll still always have the the, yep. the friendship handshake that we did. Yeah. Um. So now we'll get if you read the. Uh, yep. Oh, in, unless you, yeah. So you, I was going to go something very similar. Just, just literally, just like you know, it's sharing blood. Yeah. yeah. So like whether it be, um, you know, through the the handshake or like. You know, you're of the same blood, you're of the same family, therefore it's, you know, it's greater than, yeah, so that's like, you know, yeah, that, that was my understanding of it, but yeah, yeah, let's go. All right, the origin. Oh, so the meaning is, uh, so the, the definition we've got is family relationships and loyalties are the strongest and the most important ones. Mm-hmm. So then say, for example, your friends or colleagues or whatever, uh, the origin even though many thinks uh, many might think uh, that this saying means that we should put family ahead of friends, it actually meant the complete opposite. The full phrase was, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. And it, was, and it referred to warriors who shared the blood that they shared in battles together. These blood brothers were said to have stronger bonds than biological brothers. There you go. So it's like actually the opposite to what some people go. think. And to be honest with you, though, I think that... When two people would cut their hands and shake hands, it was actually called Blood Brothers. Mm. So it's kind of in that same vein, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, the the second last one we've got here is um, number nine. Uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. 
So my meaning of that is when, if someone gives you something, you shouldn't sort of like assess it and be like, oh, you know, is this, I, I, you gave me a switch, but I prefer a PS5. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's basically don't be, don't be overly rude and, and, and be an ungracious gift receiver. A, a, another saying similar to that is beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. I'm assuming that that's, people are aware of that one. Yeah. Um, now I thought that this, I have similar, I have the same thoughts. This okay. one's pretty open and shut as far as the meaning goes. Yep. Um, but to someone that never heard this saying before, it's a, like, you wouldn't think that straight away, maybe. Mm. Um, um, now the, I thought that it came about because, um, like the origin, which I thought may have just been from, um, from a, a luck thing. Okay. So I thought that it may oh, have okay. been like if someone gives you a horse, yeah, it'll be a winner as long as you don't assess it. Like, right, okay. like so the idea was if someone gives you a horse, put it on the track without questioning right. it, um, because the minute that you look it in the mouth, then it's not lucky anymore. Okay. I I, I think it's similar. Like I think it's like because because you you look at horses' teeth for their health. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how think, long they are or something how old yeah, they are how yeah. old they are yeah I think so I mean I don't yeah I, I know that because they, they the say it's getting a bit long in the tooth that means that it comes from horses yep. so I think that it's literally just like horses are extremely valuable like both then and today and so if someone gives you one you shouldn't go like well is this a good one or is this like you know did you give me you know bloody <laughs> like, did you give me boxer from animal farm yeah, about yeah. to be sent off to the glue factory yeah, yeah. Dude, you I, know? I can love the impression oh, like it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the fucking you know the dude that owns anakin and his mum <laughs> watto yeah watto yeah. <laughs> i can do a watto yeah yeah, yeah, yeah dude yeah. watto like little andy like <laughs> Jedi mind tricks don't work on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, dude! Yeah, dude. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably, what, like, I look at that. Uh, I feel if, like Watto would be the kind of guy that would get the shits if he gave him a horse. Oh yeah, I, like, I, I, I meant to feed. I look it. at those characters; they're just a bit problematic in that movie. Like, I just look back on it, and I'm like, oh. This but is the thing great. is, like, <laughs> Watto, like you could picture someone like a human that is a Watto. Like, he's got the, the five o'clock shadow, the bald guy, wears a singlet, like, owns a junk shop, like, that kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think some people... There, there's been a... I was reading some stuff on it. Like, some people say that it's not... Um, it Yeah. It, like, they, it's it's not the most polite portrayal of of people in that line of work. So... Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, Like, yeah. it's... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it. it yeah, I look. I look at a, a bunch of the characters in that Phantom Menace, and I'm kind of like, Ooh. some yeah. of these voices are like, because even um, even like Jar Jar, like that's you know speaking patois. That's probably that's problematic too. Like yeah, yeah. but you know it was it, it was released in '99. But yeah, well, I, just I mean, I've, I've I've put this bit on stage on YouTube, um, so I can address it. Um, in the early movies, they fucking um, refer to Tuscan Raiders as sand people. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's just it's like good. that's yeah. fucking that's rough bad. as shit, dude. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was, uh, it's a bit like in um, the movie The Nugget. Have you ever seen that Australian I film? I know of it. I haven't seen it. There's a junkyard guy that's literally that guy wearing a singlet, wearing his like, he's like, you know, well, so what are you going to do for me, sort of person? Yeah, okay. yeah, and and he's literally the human depiction of that. Only oh, he's got I... hair instead of a bald head. Oh, okay, but um. There's yeah. also there's also the there's a movie called um, Pathology. I've seen it. Okay, so I, I won't like spoil it, but basically the there's there's a character in that that's short lived. Okay. Um, and he's that guy. 
Oh, right. And um, he lives in a, like a caravan under a bypass. Right. And he literally is like the human version of Watto. I think part of the criticism is that like, and again, I don't know if it's necessarily that stereotype, but they kind of, I think I've read something online where it's that they're making a link between that and like Shylock from, um, from, uh, well, from the Merchant of Venice, which is, and Shylock's Jewish. So they sort of, some people believe that it's a, yeah, like it, it's a slightly racist portrayal. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There's there's a lot of problems with the Phantom Menace. Like, yeah, you know, there's, a, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of problem with old movies. Yeah, that's anyway. true. Very Any, good, yeah, that's a good and, point, Marky. Yeah, it's like some things were overlooked. Um, yeah, but yeah. So um, the, the don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Now um, you've got the. Am I doing the, the origin? origin? Or yeah, yeah. Go it's for my it. turn. Okay. While buying a horse, people would determine the horse's age and condition based on its teeth, and then decide whether they want to buy it or not. This is the reason why people use this idiom uh, to say it is rude to look for flaws in a thing that is given to you as a gift. Yeah, yeah. pretty close. I think up. we were bang on with that one. I think we were, we were yeah. Now, I've saved this one for last, Ooh, um, yeah. the closer. Turn a blind eye. Yeah, so that basically means the uh, turning a blind eye is like knowing that someone is, you know, like you've seen something that you know is wrong, but you kind of, you choose to not acknowledge it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what I um, understood the meaning to be. Um, origin that I thought may have been, um, like to, because you're turning, which you wouldn't see something anyway, but you're yep. also saying that you're turning with a blind eye. Uh -huh. So I'm thinking similar to the cold shoulder, you're turning away. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're not only turning away, but you're closing one eye, uh -huh, like okay. a, a blind eye, one eye. Right. So I'm picturing someone see something and they squint like I didn't want to see that, yeah. and they turn to look so away. Yeah. Ones, As yeah. you notice, my voice getting lighter and darker <laughs> from the from the from the mic, uh, louder and quieter. I mean, yeah. um, oh, I like the light and dark. It's a nice metaphor. You know? It's uh, I, I have yeah, I've weird um visuals in my mind of how stuff because i when i when i hear voice you've got like synesthesia you know? well yeah when i talk it's like a beethoven thing i think um, um <laughs> <laughs> I, but, did, I did see you there you know what was it did you know the thing that he listened to the floorboards no so like because he was basically deaf by the end so like he would actually he would listen to the floorboards for it the shows too his last albums were fucking terrible <laughs> yeah that disco album no good dude <laughs> One and two was fine by the night that was fucked. Yeah, Beethoven the night away, not good. <laughs> yeah, not good. Yeah. Um, it was the um, Beethoven, <laughs> Beethoven returns, terrible. Uh, the essentials Beethoven oh, album yeah, by the end. Yeah, look, you know, look, he was just retreading. Yeah, we, um, he fucking no, guess. no, he listened to the vibration so he could pick the notes. He guest starred with Billy Joel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, the vibration. So like when I hear sound through, because I do a lot of editing. Mm. Um. Although it's not quite so obvious. I um, need to do some today. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Between now and when this episode comes out, <laughs> if this oh, isn't like, edited this is, out, oh then god, no, it may it <laughs> survive the slaughter. But we. Um, um. But I, when I think of sound, I imagine when I'm editing it, so I can actually see sound waves as okay. far as like when oh, okay like so if someone yells i actually think of the color red because it clips when it hits the top of the sound oh, bar wow yeah it's weird and it's something that i've only had since i've started doing radio mm. i have like visual representations of noise interesting yeah wow. so there you yeah. go you're like you're the uh the human 
manifestation of Soundwave the Transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Soundwave superior. No, Constructicons inferior. Who are you calling inferior? This is I'm just basic. I can I can narrate basically sixty percent of the probably more like eighty percent of the original Transformers the movie. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The cartoon one, dude. I'm fucking think. I actually watched the toys that made us recently. Yes, I've seen that too. Yeah, and they fucking fully go into that. Yeah, let us yeah. like we need a whole set of new toys. Kill all the characters. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. Oh. Remember, he, he died for us, sort of thing. Like, oh, uh, but like, I'm I'm more like Bumblebee. I'll just think of movie quotes and references to form a sentence yeah. and put them all together. I can do a star scream. Yeah, yeah. Who disrupts my coronation? Yeah. Megatron? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, Dude, yeah. how distinctive were voices then? Oh, it's like they yeah. had to make kids pay attention for yeah. five fucking seconds. Yeah, for sure. It's funny that those kids are now our adults oh. and running everything, and that's why everything's just so fucking, like, like I look at the click rate on my fucking podcast, and it's like, average listen time, 45-minute episode, five minutes. And yeah, I guess so, you know, like... But, like... You know, that's, that's like everything, though, isn't it? Like, if I don't like something, it's like, boom, you know, you're watching a special, mm. and, like, I was... what I, Somebody told me to watch... I can't even remember what it was. Yeah. But if it wasn't, so, it wasn't someone like that I knew really, really well. Well, a lot I of watched, the people I watched like two minutes, yeah. and I was like, "No, nah. like, yeah, you know." Yeah. And I'm like, "That's brutal." Like, I, I'm glad you covered the name there because, like, a lot of the people who have comedy specials on Netflix listen to the show, so it could have been any one of them. Oh, sorry, yeah, geez, yeah, I'm yeah. Glad I always, I always try to play it safe, Marky. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, I just can't let, um, can't let any feelings be hurt. <laughs> um this is i'm just so happy to be here yeah this yeah is amazing uh not not to mention the the hate that i'm gonna gonna get from from lucas yeah. from f fucking with his creation of star wars no well he doesn't even own it anymore yeah no but he yeah. owned it then nah, so. he's like man he walked away with that 4.5 billion dollars it's, it's like, a know, bit like just it's, like mate he's it's, like it reminds me of when i was a kid i had one of those um dart guns where you like lick the end of it and put it in the yeah. fucking thing like they weren't very covid safe but at the time we didn't yeah, uh, you literally were shooting covid it's like has like more of a lethal weapon than yeah. an actual gun it's like herd immunity yeah 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 so it's, yeah, it's yeah. as if a bullet could and then later infect someone else but um oh, so yeah, that's got something yeah. hey that's got legs um yeah so um that carney will up the price but anyway um <laughs> that's where i got it oh. um anyway so i was sitting in the back of the car shooting the windscreen while dad was in the driver's side oh, and but we hadn't we hadn't started driving yet we we're just sitting in the car oh. waiting for my mum to come back and i'm like uh dad what would you do if i did this while you were driving like i was already kind of like I, it was like when you like a chick in school and you're like hey what would you think if like we were like started dating will that be a thing <laughs> <laughs> Like I was already preempting the 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 latest strike. <laughs> like I'm like, uh, softening the blow for later when I shoot but the windscreen like, while he's driving. Yeah, but it's like, like, isn't it just like, hey, do you want to go to the movies? Like, you know, like yeah, no, I was a very complicated child. <laughs> <laughs> It's what, like, what it's, would you think if we were to start dating like, yeah yeah now like, just hypothetically, hypothetically how oh would, like I, I remember there was this girl that used to sit um used to we, i was in a um i don't know what it's called where they have an all boys class and all girls class oh um well like yeah same sex streams or sing, uh, single sex classes yeah, yeah um yeah but it, it was a co-ed school right? it was a co-ed so, school yeah. but they like obviously because i don't know the right term for that it was because the guys that didn't pay attention 
were put into the boys' class. So the girls could go and learn. The girls could yeah, go and learn yeah, because, yeah. like, we had another few years before yeah, we could catch were, up to them academically. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've taught classes like that. Like, yeah. if the, if Go Go Stop was auditioning for kids, they wouldn't yeah. come to the all boys' class. Um, <laughs> just representing the school, and they're like, okay, what is the opposite to up? And you're just sitting there like, um, uh, like, ah, uh, this is why we don't yeah. choose kids from the old boys class but i i remember our classes were next to each other so before we'd go into the class we'd have to line up out the front and um then go in right yeah towards the start of the year but by the towards the end of the year the all the boys would just come back after lunch and the teacher would come in and it would be like the start of kindergarten cop where there was like planes <laughs> flying around everywhere and people just fucking eating each yeah. other's lunches Who and shit yeah what does he do <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Yeah, so, um, it's not a ferret. No, it's not a ferret. It's not a tumor. And not then, a tumor! Yeah, and then he's just like, um, <laughs> it's not a fairy, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. not a fairy. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he, um, no, no one's ever done that, are No, impression. no. Uh, this, so, is, this is fresh ground right yeah, now. Like, <laughs> this guy generated a podcast or something that's based on impression. Anyway, so I went to, um, we're facing each other. This is my, like, little primary school relationship. I, there was this girl in the old girls class that, um, we used to be friends the year before, uh -huh. before they split us into boys and girls. Yep. And I'm looking out the window as they're lined up still following the rules and we're inside running a mark. Yeah. I look out the window and I would just wave like while she was in the line uh -huh. and it became a thing. We would just wave. Yeah. And then her friend came up and said, Hey, would you like to date our friend? And oh. I was just like, oh, no, no, thank you. And then her friend comes up and said, would you like to date me? And I'm like, no, thank you. And then she goes, <laughs> no, I'm still a gentleman. No, yeah. thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I like it. You're honest. And eventually she came up. It was like the warm-up act. The first two girls were like the like the um, the ones to see how committed I was to yeah. this girl I used to wave to. She comes up and says, um, would you like to date this girl, which was the one I used to wave to? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> This is bizarre. Like, yeah, I love it. This that is, is in just... fact my card. Yes. Oh. Is this your card? So I, I, I was like, okay, well now we're dating. I can't just wave. No. So I, so... I need to up my game a little bit because we were waving at each other before, but now we're officially dating. I, I can't just keep waving at her. That's like some like pre-dating shit. I need to like do something more than that. Right. So like a peace sign now. No. Like so they though I, I, yeah. I. I do the most relationshipy thing I think I can do at that mm -hmm. point. They're lining up, and now that we're dating, I blow her a kiss. Oh, monkey. Of romantic. Waving, instead of waving. The reaction I got was, she's in the middle of the line with the both girls that I rejected on either side. <laughs> one as a messenger and one to her face. She just looks over looks back faces the front of the line goes inside her friend comes up to me at lunch and says oh she doesn't want to date you anymore oh. <laughs> dude i went in ever since then i've realized you don't go in too hard with uh. like i did my closing bit first yeah, sort of thing and it was know, hard to follow hard, you know it's like you know you wanted to you, you know you, you yeah dude I, love you know I, you, i've you, been emotionally you, shy ever since uh, um but i just didn't know how crushing to. early early um failures yeah yeah, yeah like <laughs> 
So yeah, if anyone's listening to this podcast for more of an evidence collecting exercise to see where it all went wrong, um, year five all boys classes. We found the origin. The origin. Yeah, we found the marquee origin. And okay. So speaking of origin, um, did I say I think my one turning a blind eye? Uh, I'm going to say again. I'm going to go super literal, and it has to do with like with blind people in like villages in the old, you know, ye olden times. And basically, yeah, that they, uh, they didn't know what was going on. So they just used them as a metaphor. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Okay. Now let's hear the actual origin. It is believed that this phrase originates with, uh, naval hero, Hernando Nelson, Horatio. Oh, Horatio. Yeah. I don't know why there's no even an in there. Um, <laughs> Even that sentence, there's yeah. no even an N in there. Yeah. No N. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No N. Yeah. Just like, do you think this is Lex Dixie? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Horatio Nelson. I, I should have got that being a CSI Miami fan. Ah, yeah. I see the shirt jogged my memory. Oh, I thought, yeah. yeah. Um, who, used the, who used his blind eye to look through his telescope. This way, he was able to avoid um, signals from his superior who wanted him to withdraw from battle. He attacked nonetheless and was victorious. There you go. See? Stick to your guns. Yeah. 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 There's think, a, isn't it? I think Nelson was the one. I'll just have to. I'm pretty sure that was Lord Nelson who defeated Napoleon, wasn't it? Was it? Was that? Was that I think. No, uh, Horatio Nelson, I might be getting muddled up here. Dude, I said Hernando. Why are you asking me? <laughs> Sorry, I'm Googling Hernando as we speak. So, um, <laughs> Hernando Nelson. Nelson. Is it Napoleon? I'm, I dude, might be getting mixed up. Dude, uh, I'm surprised I didn't just call him um, Narando Helson and swap the first. <laughs> yeah. Is that a is that a portmanteau when you take... Or a spoonerism. I think it's a spoonerism when you take the word from the other part. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. A portmanteau is when you combine two words into one okay yeah i think so from memory oh god so even in my english knowledge i see we're just it, it's uh, I, I'm, I'm fatiguing now i'm flagging but um no <laughs> Dude, it's been fun Eng- it's, it's... english teachers at the end of a hard day like to spoonerism <laughs> oh like, i love like there was one english department i went to it was so much fun like they would just like this guy who was very posh and british and he'd be like jeffrey you know you can only sit with us if you have gossip like yeah, uh, and yeah. it was so good and then good. <laughs> Was another guy be like, if I said something, yeah, I said something rude to him, like, and he was just like, well, he goes, you've made your bed now. I'm not speaking to you for a month, and, <laughs> yeah. and he didn't. Like, he literally, I, yeah, I was just, he was just like, nope. He was like, you insulted my hair. I am not going to speak to you. Nice, like, yeah. And yeah. he just like walked out, and I'm like, yeah, I, I owned it. I was like, it was a good, it was a good call. Like I said to him, so this guy, um, uh, he was, um, this guy Tony, he was in um like you know like it was like a house system at the school and so he was in the yellow colored house but he was wearing like a blue kind of like a floral kind of shirt like this and uh and i said oh mark you're not wearing your hat you know like look they don't make us wear like the schoolhouse shirt but you know you're supposed to wear your house color yeah and i said you know you're wearing blue you was like where would i like and then i said <laughs> i said oh actually to be fair your hair's yellow so you can do that because he used to dye his hair and he goes it's shampoo <laughs> <laughs> he goes i'm not speaking to you for a month like yeah dude like, that like, guy in my mind has the same voice as patrick bateman yeah yeah, a little bit. Like, uh, yeah, he was he was very fancy. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. really I, smart. Like, I had a um, teacher one time that was very, um, very much. He he 
he looked he looked and acted more like someone who was like an English lecturer at right. a uni, not yeah. just like an English teacher at a primary school. Yeah. Like he literally, like he'd wear like his like like a trench coat with a top hat and stuff, oh, and he'd come really? in and he's... put his hat on the on the hat stand yeah. and take his trench coat off, and he'd speak like in this like voice that was just like, uh, "Hello, everybody." Yeah, yeah. No, he, no, he was like, um, he was had this Australian accent, but it was like an Australian accent that you would see in a theater. Yes, yes. he was like, um, you know, like, um, all right, so let's. Let's get to the class today, everybody in the seats promptly. And like mm, he would use yeah, yeah. words like promptly instead yeah. of quickly and shit. Yeah. So he, um, we used to call him Lightning Tower yeah. because he was tall, thin, very like precise. And instead of being on playground duty where he'd walk around, he would stand in the middle of the oval and just point to people that were doing the wrong thing and being like, you know, um, you, J- Jacob just walking on the quadrangle mm. and it just like be, yeah. and and one day he decided that the place he wanted to stand was under the basketball hoop so there's literal people just fucking shooting hoop hitting him in the top of the fucking top hat and he's not moving oh, dude yeah you got he's just yeah. like stern right he's just decide he's decided he's just standing there <laughs> But he used to roll his R's. Oh. So we'd sit down and have lunch and then be dismissed to go and play, right? Mm. And uh, I distinctively remember him at the end of every lunchtime. He was like the like the go. Even if he wasn't on playground duty, he'd come out from the break room to like do the, the you may go announcement. Oh, yeah, he was like the guy for that. Like it was just like the fucking... Like, that was his shit, right? Like, mm. the other teachers couldn't really follow him when it came yeah, to, like... Yeah. Oh, you out. get teachers like that. So, yeah. he, he was, like... He'd come out, and he'd be, like, You may go. Do not run. Rubbish in the bin. <laughs> and he'd roll his R's every yeah. time. And sometimes he'd get hyped, because he knew that the rolling the R was his fucking yeah, closer. Yeah, And he'd roll it for fun. a bit longer than, like, other times. Like, you could tell... He'd be, like... If he was, rubbish yeah, he'd wind up to it and shit. Holy fuck, man. Oh, but that's fine. Like, I, I think, because that's the thing uh, I found when I first started doing comedy, to sort of maybe circle back a bit. Like, because um, I was like, I think I've been teaching about six, seven years. And then I was getting kind of, I was like, I needed something else to do. Mm. And I was actually thinking of retraining and doing a law degree. Because I was like, oh, I want a challenge. Yeah. And then I was just telling some teaching stories. And a friend of mine said, you should do that at stand-up. And I was like, nah, I can't do stand-up. And he was like, yeah. And then he said, well, what do you think you do every day? You know, yeah. you're up in front of an audience. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh, it was one of those like weird. I mean, obviously, I, I, I bombed a lot. <laughs> you know, for years after that. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it was one of those light bulb moments. You're like, oh yeah, like no, so many teachers are just perf- like, but it is a performance job. You're literally in front of a crowd. That and I've noticed in like priests and ministers, like Anglican. Oh Catholic, yeah, 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 big time. Because they get up there and they tell jokes and they're yeah. like they're telling jokes like, oh, so I was in Coles the other day. Or I was in sorry, I was in the uh, you know non specified supermarket the yeah, other yeah, day, yeah, yeah. and um, you know, and they tell some bit and yeah, like yeah, because I don't know, I don't know, they get bored. I've um I've been because I've been doing comedy for a bit now. I actually notice more stand up in places it, where everywhere. it's not meant to be there. Yeah. Well, not intended to be there. I fucking I so I've been to church before. Yeah. I went to a Catholic school for a mm-hmm. while and we had to go to church. And um the when I think back at it I'm like, yeah, dude, that guy was doing stand like he's doing shtick. He's doing shtick. I can't yeah. I can't perform in front of an audience without fucking trying to do a joke anymore. Like yeah. I I I've I've like I I did a speech at uh, my mum's 
wedding. Yep. Got remarried like six years ago or something, or or eight years ago, depending on when I released this episode. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I put I, in the vault. I yeah. hadn't, um, yeah, evergreen. So I I have never. Um, I I didn't do comedy at this point, mm. but I still wanted to say something funny. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. and now I get to the point. Like sometimes at the bar, I need to go up onto the stage. Um, between the bands and be like, um, you know, kitchen shuts in half an hour, get your food orders in. Or like, hey, thanks everyone for coming out. Make sure you remain seated. Um, mm. Like if you're just not, doing announcements. Yeah, yeah, just announcements and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, but I now can't do that without trying to say something oh, funny. Oh, yeah, totally. But I also, if I'm just there to do an announcement and I, no one laughs... <laughs> I take it personally, although yeah. I didn't say something funny. I just like, I, it's like every time I get on stage or talk to multiple people, even on New Year's Eve, right? Mm. I was chatting to a few people um, that I hadn't seen for a while and it became like a bit of a group and I ended up doing not material, but telling a couple of funny stories because there was a like a small crowd there, I mm. instantly felt fucking obligated to yeah, make them laugh. You're in the mode. It's what you do. And and now I can't stop doing that. Like mm. it's it's fucking broke me. Like <laughs> I can't I can't like I'm constantly seeking validation. Like I can't even go down an elevator <laughs> with someone else in there without saying, All right, between the fifth and the ground floor I'm gonna try and make this person laugh. And so what about up the elevator? Do you make an exception? Like, oh uh, yeah, well I've got to I've got to get them to make me laugh, which is even harder. <laughs> yeah, and, and most of the time it's in the morning, so it's quite yeah. hard to actually do. But yeah, man, um, that's it's oh well, it's what we do. It's part of our fucking um, part of the craziness that we fucking call comedy. Mm. But uh, yeah, Jeff, thanks for uh, thanks for coming in and doing the uh, the two parts anyway, and smashing through some stuff. I'm glad that we had some material to burn through and do some English stuff. Give everyone a little bit more of an insight into uh, how much of an educational tool this podcast can be. Indeed, Marky Worthington education. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yep. Um, yeah, thanks for coming, and oh. uh, finally, we'll plug your uh, upcoming dates. We've got fundamentals at Smiths on the twenty first. Yep. So I think the I think the link's coming out soon. Yeah, or is you, out by now. Yeah, I hope so. Yes. Um, so and uh, if you want to follow my socials, uh, it's Jeffrey Charles Comedy. That's Jeffrey with a J. And uh, I think that's I think that's pretty much it. So for me, but um, thank you for having me as well. It's been so much fun. Yeah, cool, man. Thanks for being here and. Uh, as you probably know already, I've got the uh, I've got Facebook, Marky Worthington Comedy, Instagram under the same name, Twitter, which I don't have a lot on, but you should follow me on that shit anyway. Um, it's Marky Comedy, uh, and also I've got a uh, some content on my YouTube channel, which is uh, gaming stuff as well. So it's something I've just started this year. Make sure you uh, give me some feedback if you like what I'm doing on there. Uh, I know I'm trying to combine two crowds of comedy and gaming, but that's kind of uh, both things that I enjoy doing. It's more of just a channel about shit that I like. So, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, stay tuned for more content. Cheers. Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yeah, yeah right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppiness. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shame for shit all day. <laughs> Don't blow Turn it. into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to Keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks.